Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. In this episode, we'll start our journey through the um, analysis of the NFL draft by team. So over the next few episodes, we will be going through uh, teams' drafts, how they did, and what their outlook for the future is with their new acquisitions. I'm going to try to do this by division, uh, cover one to two divisions per episode. Um, if I need more time to really dive into a particular division or team, I will make those adjustments to uh, to fit within it. <clears throat> so we're going to start with the NFC North. More specifically, the Green Bay Packers, reigning NFC North champions, who went to the NFC Championship game last year. So the Green Bay Packers, they had nine picks in this draft. One quarterback one running back, a tight end, three offensive linemen, one defensive lineman, one linebacker, and one defensive back. Obviously, all the noise surrounding the Green Bay Packers on draft day, well, round one, was selecting Jordan Love at Utah State, the quarterback. And I was the first to say on on my previous episode that I'm okay with that. I don't mind the choice because from a Green Bay Packers standpoint, you're preparing for your future, and if you think that Jordan Love is that guy, then there's no reason why you shouldn't go out and get him into first pick. However, if you remember, I also said it's a good pick if if the Green Bay Packers get weapons for Aaron Rodgers in his next for his next two years, three years, however long he ends up lasting. So what the Green Bay Packers went on to do instead, they drafted a running back out of Boston College with their second round pick. Even though they already have, of course, Aaron Jones, who led the league in touchdowns last year, tied for the league. And Jamal Williams, another good running back to support Aaron Jones. They got a tight end, which I don't mind. The uh, young man out of Cincinnati. And they beefed up their O-line and added, added three more defensive picks. What you're going to notice is there's no wide receiver present on their draft day. And if you remember last year, when Devontae Adams went down, Aaron Rodgers was thrown to Anthony Lazer and Geronimo Allison. Good young receivers, but they didn't have that dynamic playmaker that you're going to need. To go win a championship. So with not drafting a receiver. You're essentially telling Aaron Rodgers. Figure it out. Do it yourself. You're good enough. Which he is good enough. He's very talented. But you didn't give him the weapons. You didn't show him the support. That he frankly deserves. for After being the quarterback. For all these years now. Getting repeatedly no help with the draft. They finally beefed up their defense, but now they need offense. Then Aaron Rodgers is being thrown to the wolves in this situation. Unless they go out and make a trade with somebody before the season starts and get him another dynamic playmaker, this is a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't surprise me. Matter of fact, it wouldn't make me angry at all if he demanded a trade from the Green Bay Packers.
With that being said, I give them a C for this draft. I don't mind the, the uh, Jordan Love pick, but I cannot believe. I don't understand the running back in the second round. I don't get that. And, you know, maybe he's going to be the next Barry Sanders. We don't know. I highly doubt that. But you already have two, one great running back and one good running back for Aaron Rodgers to hand the ball off to. I don't know why you didn't go out and get a receiver with that second-round pick. So the Green Bay Packers get a C. I think it's just going to be another one of the same. Aaron Rodgers won't have anyone to throw to when Devontae Adams isn't open. They will fall flat in their quest for a championship unless they make a move. We're going to go to Minnesota now with the Vikings. I like their draft. I really do. They had 14 draft picks. One quarterback they took in the seventh round. Two receivers. Three offensive linemen. Three defensive linemen. One linebacker. And four defensive backs. Minnesota Vikings took Justin Jefferson with the first pick. I think that's a great pick because they needed a receiver after trading Stephon Diggs to pair alongside Adam Thielen. They beefed up their offensive line, which I don't mind. And they added to the defense that ranked first in interceptions and fourth in sacks last year. By the way, they also ranked last in defensive penalties. Excellently coached. So they got the receiver. They didn't draft a running back, which is good because that gives that Delvin Cook that confidence. He was having a he had a great season last season. I expect more of the same. The only one thing I would have said about the Minnesota, you know what I honestly would have done? Yes, they took Nate Stanley in the seventh round out of Iowa. I would have thought about taking Jake Fromm or Jalen Hurts in the second or third round, if you could. In the second round, they took the offensive tackle to Boise State. And in, the, and in the third round, they took the corner out of Mississippi State. Ladies and gentlemen, if Minnesota had a dynamic playmaking quarterback, I think they'd be the, one of the favorites to win the whole Super Bowl. Because you've got playmakers now with your Justin Jefferson and, of course, Adam Thielen. Your offensive line last year gave up the second fewest sacks. So you got a good old line. you got a good running game in Dalvin Cook. Your defense forced a ton of turnovers. So... You know, maybe not if you drafted a quarterback. Maybe not take over for Kirk Cousins this year. But, I mean, maybe Nate Stanley is their future. I don't know. I don't know too much about him. So we'll see. 
Other than that, I think they nailed this draft. I was really hoping they would get an offensive playmaker. They did that with their first pick, Justin Jefferson, trading up to get him. So I give the Minnesota Vikings a B. That was a solid draft by the Vikings. I really like their team going forward here. You know, they obviously knocked off the Saints in the uh, wild card uh, wild card round of the playoffs last year. And I expect them to make the playoffs this year. Maybe not win the division, but they'll definitely be fighting for it with the Green Bay Packers. Chicago Bears are next. They finished third in the division, missed the playoffs, went 8-8. Eight and eight. Obviously, they traded for Nick Foles before the draft, so hopefully he can bring uh, some prosperity to them this year. They had seven picks in the draft. They picked one tight end, one wide receiver, two offensive linemen, one linebacker, and two defensive backs. I really like Jalen Johnson pick, second round of the Utah, the corner. He's going to help them tremendously. We hear all this about the Chicago Bears defense. They ranked 13th and 12th for sacks and interceptions, respectively, in the NFC. That is, what is it, 16, 4th worst and 5th worst. So they don't force a lot of turnovers. But I will say, they rank second best in defensive yards per game. So they don't you don't score on them, but you also don't turn the ball over against them. So hopefully their new their new additions can help them with that. I was expecting them to take Maybe an edge rusher or defensive tackle slide in because they don't get a lot of, like I said, 13th in sacks in the NFC. They need some more pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. I think that's something they really could have looked at. But I'm so glad that they, with their first pick of the draft, which was in the second round, they went and got the best tight end in the draft out of Notre Dame, Cole Komet. They really needed a tight end. You know, over the years, not over the years, as I say, last season, Trey Burton didn't work out well. He was injured, and they couldn't get that productivity out of the tight end position. But I really think they can now, which will help their offense going forward. Pair that with Nick Foles and an underrated, if I say so, an underrated wide receiver core, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, and the crew. So I have higher. Um, if Nick Foles can stay healthy, if he can perform like he did went back when he's in Philadelphia, I think the Bears will be better. However, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They're just, I don't know, they're missing something. They need that dynamic guy because the receivers are good. Like, you know, they're not outstanding. They're all good. But they don't have that difference maker. That you need to really like the Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams, two people in the same division as them, Ezekiel Elliott, players like that. They re- they don't have that dynamic person. Unless their young running back Montgomery can take a big step forward this year and be that guy, 
I still don't. Nine and seven, eight and eight. But their offense will improve. Rounding out the NFC North, Detroit Lions. Excuse me. So the Bears, I give a C for their draft. I think they could have used some more help up front in the defensive side of the football. But I do really like the tight end choice. Now we'll get to the Lions. Detroit Lions finished last in the a- in the NFC North. They had nine they picked nine players in the draft, two running backs, which I'll get to that in a moment. One wide receiver, two offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, one linebacker, and one defensive back. Now with bad teams, if you can remember on the previous episode, I was really happy with what the Dolphins did with the three picks, or two picks, whichever it turned out being, because they had so much room to improve that whatever choice they make was an upgrade. So what I'm saying is for bad teams, any pick should be a good pick because they're going to help you immediately. The Detroit Lions started off with taking Jeff Okuda, the best corner in the draft out of Ohio State. Excellent pick. Because they just traded away Darius Slay. And they ranked 14th in interceptions in the NFC and second worst in yards per game allowed. So they needed a defender. They got him. And I'm glad they made that choice. Ladies and gentlemen, Detroit Lions have a man, Carrion Johnson, who they took a few years ago, one or two years ago in the draft, running back. He's a good running back. So with their next pick, taking a good running back in, out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift, He's a good player, but what are you doing here? You could have used a good receiver, but you waited until the fifth round to get one out of Wisconsin. Your only receiver, by the way. You could have used some defensive line help. Yes, you did take two in the draft, but you waited until the sixth and seventh round to go get one to help you get some pressure on the opposing team's quarterback because you ranked second worst in sacks. Last year in the NFC, excuse me, third worst. I'm not sure what's 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 going on here in Detroit. You could have probably used some more offensive line help, but you waited until the fourth, excuse me, the third round to get him. I don't know what their plan is with DeAndre Swift and or Carry on Johnson let alone the other running back, Jason Huntley out of New Mexico State. I'm not sure what Detroit's plan is here. I really don't. So what I meant by if bad teams taking, always making good picks, well now you make a pick on a position you already have a solid guy at. So no, that's not a good pick in my opinion. Julian Okawa. At a Notre Dame. They got a couple of good defenders here. That should help them. But I just don't get the running back selections. I really don't. Unless you've got a trade schemed up for carry on Johnson. 
So Detroit gets a C for their draft. I just don't get – I don't have high hopes for them this year. These picks solidify that thinking for me. So we got through the NFC North. we got some time. We're going to tackle the NFC East now. We're going to start the Philadelphia Eagles, who snuck into the playoffs as NFC East champions with a 9-7 and record. They needed a receiver. They traded for one, and they drafted one of their first pick with Jalen Rieger at a TCU. So that is a huge check mark right off the bat. They had 10 picks in the draft. They took one quarterback, three wide receivers, two offensive linemen, one defensive lineman, two linebackers, and one defensive back. If you can remember last year, two things the Philadelphia Eagles needed was receivers and defensive back help in the back four of the defense. So what the Eagles do, trade it for Darius Slay and draft um, Kevon Wallace out of Clemson, the safety. There's your there's your safe uh, your defensive back out. Made a trade for a receiver, and also took a receiver with their first selection, and also in round six. So you solve that problem. Other than that, I'm looking here at the stats. That's all they needed. They could probably use some defensive line help. But Fletcher Cox is a big run stopper. He'll have a bounce back season. You took Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma in case Carson Wentz gets hurt because don't let, don't let people tell you different. Carson Wentz is a starting quarterback. He is that dude. He's elite. If he can stay in the field, they Eagles can be anybody. So I like the Jalen Hurts pick. This is your backup plan, grooming him in. I. I don't have much else to say, but the Eagles, I think they nailed this draft. So, you know, Davion Taylor out of Colorado with their, their third pick, he might get some playing time, you know. I, the Eagles nailed this draft. They get an A. They got their receiver and they got their back for the defense help. And they, sh I have them definitely winning their division. Possibly fighting for a bye. Actually, no, because there's only one next year. Never mind. But they'll be, I have them in the top four in the NFC. Next, we have them. How about them Dallas Cowboys? Seven picks this draft. One quarterback, one receiver, one offensive lineman, two defensive linemen, and two defensive backs. When they drafted C.D. Lamb with their first pick, if you can remember, I had some sour feelings about it. Because they wasted their first, not wasted, I shouldn't say, but their first pick on the receiver that's going to be your third receiver next to Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. But then I started thinking, because, you know, they, they really could have used linebacker, a center to help that defense. 
They don't really need a playmaker. They got two great playmakers and another good one. Two great ones being Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and a great one in, or a good one in Michael Gallup, the young man, the young receiver. You could have used some back four help. However, I got to thinking, Jerry Jones is a smart man. Why would they take C.D. Lamb? Seven, what was it, 17th? Oh, 17th overall. Here's the teams in the, at the end of the first round that could have used a receiver after Dallas' 17th pick. Miami, they could have used one. Oakland, they already, <clears throat> they already picked one, but they probably could use one. Jacksonville, yes. Philly, they took one anyways, but yes. Minnesota, same thing as Philly, yes. New England, who traded their pick to the Chargers. New England could have took a receiver. New Orleans, maybe. Minnesota traded their pick to San Francisco, who took a receiver, so yes. Miami, who traded their pick to Green Bay, who, who took Jordan Love. They could have took a receiver. Maybe they wouldn't have. Seattle, maybe not. Baltimore, sure. They could have picked anything. It'd be a good pick. They're stacked, let me tell you. I can't wait till I cover them. Tennessee, I think they could have. Green Bay traded their pick to Miami. Miami probably could have took a receiver. San Francisco traded to Minnesota. They took a receiver up above, but they could have. And Kansas City, to round it out, probably couldn't have. What I'm getting at here, from pick 18 to 32... Eight, nine, ten. 11, 12. 12 teams ahead of the Cowboys could have used a receiver. Why do I bring that up? Jerry Jones might have seen something to C.D. Lamb that he would have fit in well with the other teams ahead of him. So he took them so they couldn't. Now that's just a theory. I don't have any evidence to back that up, of course. But I'm just saying, it's possible. Jerry Jones is a smart man. As if, as per the rest of their draft, they got one of the steals. They got Trevon Diggs at Alabama to help their corners. Good. They got one of the steals of the draft, in my opinion. Neville Gallimore out of Oklahoma. He is a man, if you remember me saying previously. I'm happy he went to the Cowboys. He's going to help them tremendously. Because they've ranked 11th in the NFC in sacks. He's going to get to the quarterback. He's going to plug up them running holes. That's a great pick by Dallas. I can't believe Neville went... Ended up in the third round. I had him gone at the end of the first. They took a quarterback with their last pick out of James Madison. Contingency plan. Nothing to worry about Dak Prescott. So Dallas gets a B for their draft. The sneaky pick with the wide receiver, after some more thought about it, they got their corner help and they got a steal for the defensive line. And their playmakers are going to be back this year. Dallas. We'll see. Because, you know, they're the Cowboys and something always happens. Moving on. New York Giants. They had 10 picks. They only drafted three positions all draft. Interesting. Three offensive linemen, four linebackers, and three corners. Or three defensive backs. Actually, they were all corners. No, they weren't. Sorry. Three defensive backs. 
Now, of course, their fourth pick, they picked Andrew Thomas. I would have taken Tristan Wirfs. But if David Gettleman's seen something in Andrew Thomas he likes, then we'll agree to disagree for that pick. Because I really think Andrew Thomas is my third or fourth ranked offensive tackle. But they got their offensive linemen. And they really shored up their offensive line. They also took, with their second pick, Xavier McKinney, the safety out of Alabama, who I can't believe went to the second round. So, looking at their stats of last year here, they ranked 12th in defensive yards per game in the NFC, 12th in sacks, 12th in interceptions. They had the second most quarterback hits on their quarterback. So what did they do? They go out and draft three offensive linemen, one with the fourth overall pick, and they go out and draft seven back seven defenders and linebackers and defensive backs. Their needs, they saw their needs, they went out and got them. How can you be mad at that? I would have given them an A if they had to took in Tristan Wirfs, who was the best offensive tackle, in my opinion, in the draft. But they took Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. All the power to them. Good draft by the Giants. Keep Daniel Jones on his feet. Get Saquon Barkley in the game more. <clears throat> more involved, I should say. They also could have took a receiver, but I think they're okay with their receivers and tight end Ingram, Shepard, Galladay. They're not Galladay. Whoever. You know what I mean. So I give the Giants a B. I give them a B. Solid draft by the Giants. Lastly, the Washington Redskins. They had eight picks in the draft, two receivers, two offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, a linebacker, and a corner. Similar to the Detroit Lions, the Redskins are one of those teams that whatever position they drafted, you know, it would have been probably a good pick. Of course, they drafted Chase Young, the best player in the draft, with the second overall pick. Excellent choice. That front four is going to be deadly. They ranked. They were middle of the pack in sacks last year. They were seventh. I expect them to be up, at least bump up three spots to number four in the NFC. Their second pick, love the wide receiver choice at a Memphis. Gives Dwayne Haskins another target to throw at alongside um, Terry uh, McCauley, or however you pronounce his name. So the receiving core is young. They got a nice young team. They, they just uh, recently traded Trent Williams, but they did take two offensive linemen in the draft, one center and one tackle. So we'll see if their round four choice out of LSU See how much playing time he gets. And again, they finished 3-13 and last year. Their offense was dead last in the NFC. So really, Ron Rivera, new coaching staff. Hopefully Dwayne Haskins has a good year, good offseason of preparation. Like I said, they took the receiver in the third round out of Memphis. He'll probably get some playing, a lot of playing time. Give Dwayne Haskins another target. 
I think the Redskins are going to drastically improve this year, everybody. I'll be the first to say it. I expect them to get at, at least double their wins from 3 to 6. They were 0-6 in the division last year. I don't think that will continue. They got Chase Young, of course, the best player in the draft. So I have higher expectations for the Redskins. Their draft this year, I give them a B. You know what? I have a B written down here. I'm going to give them an A, actually. I'm changing that to an A right now. Chase Young, they got the best player. And when you get the best player of the draft and a few other pieces that will definitely start and get a lot of time, that has to be an A, in my opinion. Good, good draft by the Redskins. So just to summarize here, NFC North and NFC East drafts. The Packers got a C. The Vikings got a B. The Bears got a C. The Lions got a C. Eagles got an A. Dallas got a B. The Giants got a B. And lastly, the Redskins, they got an A for their draft. Next episode, uh, round out the NFC with the South and West. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I enjoy doing this. Hopefully you enjoy listening. Stay, stay safe out there. I'll see you all next time.